Welcome back to the Daily Report brought to you by the COVID-19 Literature Surveillance Team. We are your hosts, Will Smith and Jasmine Robb, bringing you the highlights from our newest report. The Report for December 21st, 2020. Epidemiology. What was the SARS-CoV-2 specific neutralizing antibody response in Norwegian healthcare workers after the first wave of the COVID-19 pandemic? A multi-center prospective survey study of 607 healthcare workers by a researcher at the Influenza Center at the University of Bergen in Norway found 5% of participants were seropositive for SARS-CoV-2, including 21 who were positive at baseline and 11 who seroconverted during follow-up. 77% of the infected healthcare workers worked in high-risk departments were young nurses aged 23 through 31. Results also showed that healthcare workers were 11.6 times more likely to contact COVID-19 patients when compared to healthcare workers working in lower-risk departments or community members. Additionally, healthcare workers with partial PPE were at a 2.5-fold higher risk, leading the authors to highlight the importance of protecting high-risk frontline healthcare workers and to suggest prioritization for vaccines for high-risk subgroups of healthcare workers. COVID-19 did not appear to have drastic effects on the pregnant population. Researchers affiliated with the Department of Obstetrics and Gynecology at the University of Toronto, Canada, conducted a literature review of eight studies, including 10,966 patients in 15 countries on COVID-19 and pregnancy. They found that maternal characteristics, symptoms, and outcomes were not significantly different from the general population. They hypothesized that pregnancy-induced changes in the ACE2 angiotensin axis might counteract changes induced by SARS-CoV-2, leading to less vasoconstriction, fibrosis, and inflammatory or thrombotic processes. Authors suggest that pregnant women may not be more affected by SARS-CoV-2 infection than the general public, but they urge for further research due to the positive data on the aggressiveness of COVID-19 during pregnancy. Understanding the pathology. Could there be an association of salivary content alteration and early agusia or loss of taste symptoms in COVID-19 infections? Dental specialists in Saudi Arabia reviews 36 studies on chemical and inflammatory changes that occur in SARS-CoV-2 infected salivary glands and propose a chemosensory mechanism to explain alterations in taste and smell found commonly in COVID-19. In patients reporting agusia, they found change in salivary hormones, inorganic compounds, pH, enzymes, and salivary flow, which are all involved in normal taste perception. Authors suggest, with better understanding and characterization of these changes, we may be able to prevent or treat changes in smell or taste seen among COVID-19 patients. Transmission and Prevention Specific occupations and risk of severe COVID-19 are positively correlated. In this large-scale prospective cohort study, authors from various health institutes in the UK and New York analyzed from the UK Biobank involving 120 and 75 participants aged 40 to 69 who registered with the National Health Service in England, Wales, or Scotland and grouped them into occupational groups with concomitant serious COVID-19 infections, meaning they had to be hospitalized, in order to assess what the risk of infection was across essential occupations. They found that 29.3% of participants were 
classified as essential workers, 9% in healthcare, 112 in social and education, and 9.1% were other essential workers, and 2.6% of the total participants tested positive for SARS-CoV-2. They concluded healthcare workers were at a seven-fold increased risk of developing severe COVID-19, and that social and transport workers had a doubled risk, highlighting the need for better protection and support for workers at higher risk for infection. Management. There may be a high prevalence of pulmonary sequelae at three months after hospital discharge in mechanically ventilated COVID-19 survivors. In this letter to the editor, Dutch researchers share their clinical data from 48 critically ill COVID-19 patients who underwent follow-up screening three months after discharge. This included pulmonary function testing, or PFTs, high-resolution CT scans of the chest, and six-minute walk test. Prominent findings included diminished diffusion capacity, total lung capacity, and reticular fibrosis with ground glass opacities still present on high-resolution CT scans. They report some evidence of new emphysematous abnormalities on the CTs, which may be novel for COVID-19 compared to SARS or MERS. These findings suggest the necessity for intensive respiratory follow-up for patients with COVID-19 who underwent mechanical ventilation to screen for pulmonary sequelae. That's all for today. Thanks for listening. Continue to stay informed with us. Read less, do more. With With COVID-19, lst.org.